Welcome to today's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This. I am your host today, CDL113, the droid you're looking for. With me today is... The token respected train wreck, Tarky. The experience that some call Jason. And the Todd Father. And with us today is uh, Daniel Barker. Uh, he's the person behind Real Villain Comics. How you doing, Daniel? Doing pretty good. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Daniel. All right, uh, I'm 28. I was born in uh, Philadelphia, uh, PA. I moved out here about four years ago to Sacramento, California, um, just for a change, you know, try to um, do something different with my life, bring my kids to a better spot, and. Um, Cotton to try to look for better opportunity, man. When you see Will Smith do it, you know, so <laughs> you try to come out here and make something happen. I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, it went through my mind, too. Even the, the, the song started up in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Showing our age. Oh, okay. Oh, how did you get started doing your uh, your book? Oh man, so this is all right, this is a long one. So alright. I'm like I'm like a real like cartoon addict. Like I mean I'm from back when if you wanna go Animaniacs, if you wanna go way before that, Sailor Moon, Beetleborgs, if you wanna go way before that, like Go I mention mean, Street Sharks? Oh Street Sharks when they got uh when they got um captured by the, the scientist and he stuck the needle in their arm and they turned into sharks, dude. I'm all over that. Do you remember the Jumanji cartoon? Because I think that was around the time the Jumanji cartoon was out. As when it comes to Saturday morning cartoons, that era I'm I was spotty at best. I'd see some, but once he's out good I had I had a yard mowing I had to do on weekends, so I'd miss out a lot of Saturday morning. I remember seeing a few here and there though. But um yeah, man. So it started. It started like with cartoons. Me and my brother used to just have epic battles, and we just used to love when you know the 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 um the superhero. You know, he was about to lose, but then he would just come back miraculously. It was just it was awesome. So as I grew up, um, back when I was in Philadelphia, I had got in trouble and I had got uh, incarcerated. And while I was in there, and I was thinking, I was just like, man, I got to do something. So I'll have something when I'm out or something. So I was like, you know what? Let me just start detailing out a video game. That's where it all started. Didn't know how to do it or nothing like that. So I just started detailing it out. Just started, just, just didn't have no direction. I just started going, right? Mm -hmm. Just and like the creative that, Yeah, yeah. And that wound up turning over into a 120-page script. Now, that script was for just a, a complete animation. No cursing, just for kids, something like a Disney. And I still have it on paper. I typed it up when I was in there and everything. And when I came home, I wound up, I, went, I wanted to make another script. But I thought that idea was so good. Let's not stop here. Let's write another one. So I wrote another one. And this one, I, my main thing I wanted to get across with this one was, and this is not a racial thing or like thing like that, but I just felt like, it wasn't a main character black superhero. You know, the last one I remember, I think, was Static Shock. You know, I know they got Black Lightning, but in in the Marvel world, he's not, you know. And then I just remember Static Shock 
wind up getting with Justice League, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So he was, yeah, yep. So he was still under, you know, that type of superhero. So I was just like, where is the, the, the main black superhero? Like, where is he at? I don't, I don't see somebody as good as Spider-Man, as good as Iron Man. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it on my own. So I wrote the other script. I went to ghost book, right. And paid them about 800 bucks. They helped me edit the script and, uh, and uh, had some other ghostwriters help me out. And then I wound up getting it turned into a comic. They was like, that's the most affordable thing because an animation clip is like, it's way too much money. Oh, yeah. An- animation gets huge oh, in yeah. budgets. Dude, I was like, how did you expect me to? Now, I did link up with this one guy, and he actually did three D, uh, three of the 3D models for me for a decent price. So I do have three 3D models, but... They're nothing like those characters. They're like a complete separate, a complete separate thing. So, but, um, yeah, man, after that, that's when I just started on Experiment Squad and I found Ricardo. His name was Ricardo Alves. And we just started working and one thing led to another. And we just started, I started writing out. And this is my first time making a comic book. I had, I had not like no knowledge about making a comic book. I just remember when I was incarcerated, I seen a video with Stan Lee and he said all I remember him saying in this video, and it was like an hour, 20 minute like video. All I remember him saying was it, it, it was, it starts with comics and it always will. And that just stuck with me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just make this into a comic for people to see that way. It's a proven concept. And here we are mm. working on the second one. All right. Uh, you you saying you're you're the writer of the stuff. Who's your artist, your inker, your colorist? You know who's your team? Okay, so right now my line work artist is Ricardo Alves. I use Jay Skipper, Jeremiah Skipper for my um for my artwork for my logo. His name is Day uh the um what's his name um Day Hasten or something like that. It's Day Hasten. I got him up on Facebook. Um and for the letter, and I have a really good letter, dude, but he hates me because, like, I'm just, I'm new to this, so everything that I did wasn't professional enough for him, so he, he hates me for it, but he, he loves the work we do. Um, Yeah, and the letter is Lucas uh, Gatoni. Now, I just found a new line work artist, but it just costs way more money, but I think these characters can actually be, like, official characters you get what i'm saying like yeah. on the level of like a spider-man or iron man or something like that so in the, um now i got felix morales i don't know if you know him oh yeah oh you there yep i'm here so right. uh so felix now i have morales a, yeah that's who i have now for the line work artist and he's re He's just redoing everything and then taking it to that level where it's competitive. So, and then I'm going to keep the same colorist. He's trying to get me to another colorist that he thinks better than mine. But I just, uh, when I got my team, I just, I don't like to do that to him, you know? Yeah, I mean, and there's also got to be the idea of like consistency and if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because these characters came out way better. They came out like really respectable like 
I feel like I could stand my own two feet with these characters, you know? I don't think I need... And the crazy thing is, a lot of people will call me crazy, but they want... they The moment Marvel or DC came to them for a deal, they would eat it up. Me, I kind of don't even want a deal from neither, to be honest. It's Because I'm not, like, hurt... More money is great, but I'm not hurting for money. But the thing is, like, I want to own my own. I want to be the next Marvel. Yeah, you know, I want to be... the that's a big thought that's prevailing right now with a lot of comic book creators. You know, yeah. you're kind of on the ground floor of this big explosion right now for in, mm-hmm. for more indie comic makers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, back in the day when uh, McFarlane did it, everybody thought he was insane, you know. But, well, yeah. he didn't do it by yeah, himself, he, yeah. Yeah, he didn't do it by himself, but even back then, you know, that was a, you know, you're going up against the big two? What are you, what, what's wrong with you? Well, traditionally, the indie, indie comics have always... Uh, struggle yeah always kind of really struggled to, to to last though digital oh, for sure made a big difference there oh for sure my my so my plan with that was okay so when i say hey look i'm going to do this and i'm going to do it this way right yeah a lot of people a lot of people tell me um they're like they're like uh yeah man but marvel and dc does it this way and they do that and i'm like dude i'm i'm real villain comics i'm not them I can't even compete with them. It would be stupid for me to try to compete with them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was the group that likes that style and go with it. Exactly. And I will small, I will build pinch by pinch. I will just build inch by inch by inch by inch and, and and just keep building and keep building slowly. Cause Jay Z granted, he's one of the biggest rappers out, but when he drops an album, he doesn't drop often, but when he drops, everybody's listening. Marvel drops 24-7, so you can't compete with them. All you can do is make the best product possible to make it stand out and put it up mm-hmm. and just keep keep coming out. Not all the time, but as much as you can, you know, come out with it, come out. But when you come out, you have to make sure it's it's really unique and, and original and it's different. And from what I'm hearing from the comic stores that I'm in right now, I think we're in uh, Pittsburgh. We're in uh, we're trying to get in Alaska right now. We're over there in uh, L.A. We're in Georgia and we're in uh, Sacramento right now. And this is me distributing and manufacturing with just me and my team. You know, I don't even, you know, go through diamond distribution or nothing like that mm-hmm. because I wanted to build the connections with these stores myself. I want them to know me. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the route I'm taking. And I'm not even I'm not even thinking about competing with Marvel and DC. I'm not. They're not even like, I don't look at them for. I did just buy a book to kind of see what was, you know, the hype about with the Spider-Man and stuff. And as I went through the book, I did learn some things. The paneling was pretty, uh, it was pretty good. And the words were very, like, slim. Um, they didn't put too many words in there, but just enough to get the point across. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that I learned, but then they had advertisements with deodorant, spi- old spice deodorant, and all this other stuff. I literally burned the comic after that. I burned it. <laughs> it, it, it had to go. It, it just it made me so mad. I said, "What the hell is that?" I was so pissed, dude. I seen Snapchat emojis. I was mad as hell. Excuse my language. If if I'm uh. Oh. Yeah, man. When I seen that, I was mad. I was like, okay, I think I can compete. 
it's just going to take a long, long, long time and a lot of help. Yeah. So, and this is where I'm at now. I'm working on the second issue. Now, the second issue is going to have completely, like, the characters are all going to be upgraded. But I'm just, I was going to start over because I got a new artist and everything was better. But I think I'm just going to continue with this story as it switches over. You know, because I feel like if I go back and start over, then I'm not really progressing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just more, I'm still stuck in one spot. So I'd rather just, because the first issue is the first issue. You know, they'll they'll give you the second chance. So. When I come out on the second one, I'm just going to start the story off where it left off on the first one, and then that's what it's going to be from here on out. Well, you know, yeah, continuity is a big thing. You know, you don't, you don't, if you got a flow going, you don't want to break it, especially being new. You know, yeah, yeah, just go on. If you if you upgrade your art, just go on and upgrade it, and let you know people to get the next and be like, oh, art's a lot better. You know, and keep going. Okay. Yeah, there's been plenty of examples in, in comic books where. Like, I'll give, give you an example. Marvel, back in the 80s, you had uh, the New Mutants comic book. They switched artists like five or six times in one year. So wow. you would have one issue where the art oh. was really, really good. And then you'd have an issue where the art was really, really bad. So Hang on, Danny, we lost him. Okay, now nah, I hear you. Okay. They switched artists like uh, five or six times in one year? Yeah. Yeah, and you'd have one or two issues where the art was really good. Then you'd have one or two issues where the art was like, what the hell is this crap? And then you'd get <laughs> two issues where it was like, oh, okay, they got somebody completely different than the other two guys. But the story, the writing was the same. And you're sitting there going, then you realize by the like the sixth issue, the different changes in art were one of the characters' perspectives. She was insane, and it was what she was seeing, but, like, or, you know, the interpretation. But you didn't know that until the very end, because you go through a couple of this, and you're like, oh, this is just complete and utter crap. I like this story. <laughs> what the hell? Don't wait around the bush, Daddy. Tell us what you think about it. Oh, I did. But, Who yeah, you mutants, I, can remember, I can remember the Demon Bear storyline. It was a neat storyline, but, man, the art was awful. And it's not until the end of it you find out that the main villain, where she was telepathic, she was seeing things through everybody's eyes, but where she was had been turned insane, yeah, it, her look on things was yeah. fucked up. Every, everybody, <laughs> everybody's perspective is different. But she was seeing the events through their eyes sometimes, and then sometimes it was through her eyes. Oh, my. God. Wait, how did they even because, okay, how did they even pull that off in the comic? Like, the fact that she can see through somebody else's, like, what did, which technique did they use? Because you really had to sit down to do something like that. You had to really think about that. Well, this was back in the day when, when Marvel had this thing called an editor-in-chief and he would okay. sit down with the writers of the books and go, okay, here's the Bible. You have to keep these characters in the Bible, you and know. It- and it's also a period where Marvel had like what, fifteen books, tops. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if a character had a backstory, you had to keep within that backstory. You may add a little bit. Right. If you had to take it away, you had to have a damn good reason to take it away. But you know, you had a character. They had this one character. She was a hero. She got captured by some villains, and they messed with her head. You know, where she was a telepath. Villains had messed with her, and it kind of drove her insane. And now all of a sudden, she's her former teammates. Arch enemy, and it's like, 
when she would see that she had already had kind of like a telepathic rapport with most of them. And when she's seeing through their eyes, but she's insane. Yeah. It messes up your perspective as the reader. The story <laughs> the same, and it's not until the end that you find out, Oh, this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> so I not to, the art was actually a part of any... their plan. <laughs> or that was their explanation afterwards. Cause they had been swapping artists. Yeah, they just had to they just had to slap something together, and they're like, "Whoa, hold on, we've got a telepath. We can make weird work." I, oh, I don't know if it was their original plan, but that's what they made it by the end. Because you're sitting there going, "What the hell?" Yeah, but, but I can't remember the this, artist's name that would would draw so messed up. But well, I hope not, because you basically spent the past five minutes going his art shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope you don't remember his name. But Dude, to, uh, that, to stay on the point of art, yeah. As far as my, getting as far as getting your comic put together, in your mental picture at the start, how much you know how much did that river divert? You know how much did the comic change as you produced it oh, from what your original thought was for how the comic dude, would look? Let's talk about that. That's funny that you said that. That's actually a good question because um, it does it does because as you're, you're trying to because i have my script right and i'm trying to stick to the script as much as possible but as i'm going along and doing these panels right it's just like a freedom that you get of like just just you can add it's like you're still going along with the the skeleton of the thing but you can it's like you can add certain stuff that you didn't in the script and you can you can put different things in there that you might have missed that you think might be cool or new ideas might come but you gotta remember to stick to the the core story it's so hard i'm not even gonna lie it's it's, really hard you're kind of once you start putting meat on the bones you're like oh i can do a whole lot and then suddenly you realize you've put too much in the arm and you can't scratch your own back yep (laughs) yep (laughs) yep Yep. So that's why I'm trying to like really, I'm trying to well, stick like to the script. Literally, I'm trying to stick to the script. So, hmm. right. but as what far was... as like how it diverted, can you think of anything, any specific examples? Okay. So, I mean, let's see. Let's see. All right, so when I started the first issue off, I knew people didn't want to be bored. And the kids' the kids' attention span, and a lot of people's attention span, because a lot of people smoke marijuana now. A lot of people don't want to... A lot of people don't want to read... Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people don't want to... They don't want to... They want to read, but not too much. So I figured... Let's let's give them that... Let's take an action part out of, like, the the the, the middle of the script and let's make that first so everybody can see some high, good stuff and it makes them interested. Like, wait, what is going on? What is going on? And they got all these questions. But if you just follow the entire series, everything you have will be answered. And that's how I kind of wanted it. I wanted it. And this can this thing, it can also play across the multiple platforms, man. Cartoon, animation, live action slash animation. Like I really sat and I wanted it to be able to go across all platforms. But yeah, dude. I mean, what else changed? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, how can I get this? How can I? Mm. Did, all right. Good example. Hero. Your heroes and villains in the story. Did like say in, in your original idea this character is a hero, and then you realize, oh, he makes a better villain. Anything like that happen? 
Oh, yes, yes, actually it did. So Bear, it was Beowulf, right? So Beowulf, I made a villain, right? Uh, he was a, a, a he was a villain uh, in the beginning, and Ape Beast was supposed to be one of Danny's forms. But the suit give him different forms, so it was supposed to be one of his forms. Okay, okay. So in the first issue, it was three three objects that gave him their suit. It was two helmets, and the girl had a jacket, and those three gave him their. I tried to do something unique. But this idea I had in the back of my head that would take it to the next level, right? I'm going to do it on the second issue. There are three objects that's, that's going to be their suits. They're going to be high-tech masks. And I don't really, I haven't really seen that anywhere, you know? So I thought that would be unique and pretty cool. Yeah, I, I can't think of a, a ma- like mask-based stuff that's been recent. Yeah, the, the, the last thing is, I can think of is the mask, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, wait, okay. The only thing I could think of is the mask. So I was just like, okay, that haven't that been done. And I, I like to do things that been done before. So when I do get the, can go for a loan or go pitch my idea to someone to try to make a partner deal... I can tell them, like, this has been on TV before, and it worked. Look at this. Look at Dexter's Laboratory. Look at uh, Jimmy Neutron. Look at uh, uh, Cody with a Chance of Meatballs. People love the scientist aspect of, like, you get what I'm saying? The creation type mm-hmm. science. Yeah, people love that. So I was just, I was like, and I love it. So you kind of point out what? to them where, where part of this idea will work to, to show them there's a niche that, you know, yeah. you can fit into. Well, like... You see how there was an audience for this? You see how yeah. ten, la- 10 years later, there was still an audience for this? Yeah. And there's still going to be an audience for this 10 years it's, down the road, it, champ. Exactly. Like he, like one of you guys just said, uh, the shark the shark cartoon. They had uh, a scientist that had operated on anything almost. Didn't they swim like underground too? Wasn't they able to like... Go yeah, underground yeah. or something like that. They would. They, yeah, they, yeah, their fans yeah. would literally split the, the the streets as they were. Yeah, street sharks. That's why. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and it, it's been proven. It's been proven time and time again. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this. I'm going to take the aspect that it's no real. You know, um, what is it called? It's no real black superhero. You know, like with a great power that people respect. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, I think to be global. Yes, yes. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, dude, because dude, I really, I really love doing this. Like I really do. And if I'm not mistaken, dude, I think I got a superhero that's like he's really good. So basically, the superhero, the black superhero, gives him a suit, right? Mm-hmm. The suit gives them the ability to take on mixed species forms with the ice elemental power. So, yeah. So that's that's that that's that guy, and I think uh, I think I think that would be pretty unique, man. I think yeah. uh, I haven't seen that out there yet. I really haven't seen that out there. The mask gives them a suit. And the suit, he's able to turn into mixed species with an elemental power, and it's ice. And I was like, I don't think anybody has done anything like that before. Out of my years of living, I never seen anything like it. 
I, I can't think of anything, you know, I've been, you know, into comic books and cartoons since I was little. I, I was born in 1970. Ooh, so okay. I'm coming up on my 50th birthday this year. Yes. Old as dirt? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm the only no, one here not old. I love he that. Just, he has the like, knowledge is what it is. <laughs> the, the man that just shouted that I'm old as dirt, he, he'll be 49 this year. Yeah, the okay. day after you. But, you know, <laughs> growing up, you would see, okay, you got this character, he's got this power. Oh, he gets his power from a suit. He can fire energy beams or he can fly. Yeah. I don't, in all that time, I don't think I've ever seen, okay, this, this gadget lets him shape shift into another thing. Oh, yeah, and he has eyes. The closest like, I can oh. think of to anything like that would be like Ben 10. Which isn't exactly yeah. the same, but it, it's still tech-based yeah. and he's yeah. changing forms. It, yeah. See, yep. I was it, thinking the Wonder Twins. Only one of them shapeshifted into animals. Yeah. Right, yeah. and the other one had an element they shaped into. Oh, water. Wow. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, it, oh. it's kind of the idea of it's one character that does both the things the Wonder Twins could do at the same time. Yeah. And, and looks think... like Leek, the monkey. The, the <laughs> real twist is the... Is the mixed species aspect. The fact yeah. that it's two different yeah, species. That opens up a yeah. lot of variants. Oh yeah, yeah. You can combine, you know, now, aspects now of what, And yeah, and I can get actually give them like uh like say for instance, if you have say for instance if you just for, for speaking hypothetically, you mix a monkey with something else. Now a monkey's ability, he's very like athletic. He can he he'll be able to swing and climb and do certain things. Now is that the lion-looking guy on the cover? Yeah, that's a uh, bear wolf right there. That's okay. the book, the wolf and the bear mixed, and his the elemental power for him is ice. And, uh, but he's he he got he has he he just got redone by Felix though. So now if you go up on uh, the Facebook and you scroll like past all the Black Lives Matter stuff and go <laughs> and go all the way down. Like you'll be able to see the um you'll be able to see the new form of bear wolf, which actually looks more like a bear and a wolf with a with with ice powers. Now is that one of the uh, black and white pictures? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they I haven't been I, I covered yet. It. Yeah. Though I did like I did really like the character design for the woman on the covers. Oh, dude, you should see the upgrade he's working on. Oh my god, dude! She looks ten times better, man. I'll have, I'll have to keep my eye out on your Facebook to see you. You know. Yeah, I gave her a, um instead of the the sword she usually has. Since the fire armor dude already had a sword, I was like, you know what? Hey, switch her her weapon to a staff. Give her a Donatello staff, and I think that would be pretty awesome. Now, power wise, she was basically a fire elemental type, or. Uh, she basically win. Basically win. She could phase through things, you know, phase through objects. She could fly, you know. She just got wind powers, basically. And the staff. The staff is supposed to make... She can... This is God punishing Jason because he won't let a woman in his house. Yeah, that's it. God's a chick. This is a small price to pay, then. <laughs> <sighs> We're at 34 minutes. And I know not you much go, of that And is. instead of wrapping up, you're going to have to go a little longer because you're going to have whole chunks of this time. You're going to have to cut the fuck out. Yes, yeah, so out. She's, she's, just, she's just wind. 
she could just like face through things. She has wind power, you know, and the staff. Okay. Yeah, she'll just. And the um the other dude the uh the armored fire I call him a, a flaming legend. Um, he 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 can multiply, and he also increases in size, and he has like a he has fire powers, and he can fly too. So okay. I mean, but I didn't want those two. To I wanted them to be good, but a notch rate, a couple notches or a notch below Danny. Because I have to make sure, like this, 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 this black superhero is unique, man. We really, we really could use something like this, you know. You wanted a character to be the focus. Yeah, you wanted him to be yes. the big gun. Yeah, my, I had my... to give him that. I mean, what, what, what? It's nobody else out there for us, man. Dude, seriously, it's no other black character. I mean, Static Shock was the best thing smoking. That's all we had, you know. But, really, but, yeah, I that mean, cartoon was a wild. My, my, that was a good cartoon. <laughs> my opinion on my opinion on that though, the trick to a, to a great hero, and the thing where a lot of black characters go down the toilet is your rogues gallery. What's Think that? about it. You you get you get a black panther. Black panther's rogues gallery is crap. Blue Marvel is powerful as hell. His rogues gallery is crap. Yeah, there's no villains to go against them. Yeah, and that's and that's where if you if you look at comics history, especially with us, that's where we get. You get caught in one or two ways. Either you got a lame power set, well, you ain't got to worry about that. One. But the thing, the second part that you, that you get is if you have a black character that's powerful, their villains suck, and that's Ooh. really what what bases you. That's that's the, other than Superman, who's the exception to that rule. That's where that's what's gonna make you hero. Batman is really just a ninja. His rogue um. gallery is hell. Spider-Man so is good enough, but his but his rogues gallery is deep and expansive. Yeah, Flash is another big rogues gallery. Yeah, and that's that's what that's where a lot of people miss out when we try and go. Okay, I'm gonna make a black hero. Is we yeah. end up we end up missing out on the rogues gallery. Miles Morales is popular. You can't name one Miles Morales villain. No, because he doesn't have any. And that's right. and that's truthfully even when you go into other. <laughs> That's what's going to make or break you. Well, that's one thing that hurts the Captain Marvel book is she doesn't really have villains to go up against yeah. now. Yeah, mm. and that's, 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 that's always going to be... That's, th- that's going to be the thing that makes your character like a world-type character is he's going up against hardcore shit. If, if okay. he or she's going up against hardcore shit, yeah, you'll get, you know... That's, that's, where, that's where when you read it, you go... But yeah, that's that's gonna trust me. That's that's really gonna be what makes makes or breaks your characters. Is that a fight villain? Yep, you gotta have you know because that's the trick. You can because there's example after example. You look at uh, Al Ewing's uh, Mighty Avengers. That team was yeah. already black. If the team was stout enough that they really should have been going up against people like the Masters of Evil, but he had them going up against rare chickens. Literally, you had them fighting wear chickens in one of them. Okay. Yeah, that you know, and that and that what that's what knocks you from. Oh, this is Avengers that can go toe to toe with the big boys. To what the hell is this bargain basement shit? One one of the great examples I saw on a discussion about black heroes and their villains. One of the guys was like, "Okay, look, if you're if say you got your your team, they need a." 
Dr. Doom or somebody yep. of that equivalent level bought bad guy boss who has minions or, or super powered minions or teams that he can send out against them. Or, hey, I want you to go rob this art gallery over here. And he sends four guys. Oh, Some my of your God. team members show up and they fight those guys. They find yeah. the plot that, hey, it links yeah. back to this guy mm-hmm. who's got diplomatic immunity that we can't yeah. touch yet. Yeah. Now, do you remember Power Rangers with the, um, God, what is that? The, the guy, the red guy with the staff Z? Zor- uh, was it Zorg? Lord or Z- something uh, like that? All right. It was it was Zed was the evil one. Zordon was the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Zed. So remember how he constantly just made clay monsters and threw them down there? Well, he well he stood up there. I'm the biggest baddest. Oh, it's Power Rangers. Come on, I could have talked about the shit. (laughs) You are a token. Yeah. All right. So Zed was up there and he's like, "I'll delegate taking over the Earth to Rita." Yo, Rita, go do some stuff. And then Rita would make clay soldiers and toss them yeah. down. Uh, oh, it was Rita. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was Rita. Because yeah. so, Zed was even further back behind that and even more powerful. Yeah, Rita so, was um, I, took, I, 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 I seen that they did that, and I was like, wow, they can just keep making villains just drop down like that? And I was just like, you know what? So the mad scientist, you know, he 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 experiments. That's why it's experiment squad. He experiments on people, you know, he experiments on people. Anything he can kind of create, that's what he does. Now, the the thing was, before I knew the character the um the superheroes were good, but the sad part was I think the villains were better. That's uh, the villain. I felt like, like what you guys just said. Um, you kind of need it without your. Uh, in order to, like you said, in order to have a superhero, you have to have a like awesome villains. Like your, I think seriously, my villains, other than Danny, uh, the main superhero, I think my villains are like better than them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, all well, my villains should. are kind of like better than my superheroes. If you get what I'm saying, they're yeah, like, all your they're, they're your pretty... villains need to be challenges. You need to be challenging. You need to push the heroes. They're bossy. If you go on there, I think I have side side clips is up there. It's like a snake like creature with like horns coming out uh, out of the side of his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a, a snake like creature, and his uh, horns coming out of the side of his face. He has sharp teeth, one eye. Kind of bone spurs coming out of his elbows and stuff, yeah. That dude, he's a problem. <laughs> I figured he was a villain when I saw him. Uh, so, Cyclops, uh, the snake-like creature, dude, that guy's like, it's going to take a couple comic books to get that story out. That's like a story in itself, you know, just yeah. with him. It's just like, that dude is just like, I felt like this. C- can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. I felt like, so throughout the whole comic book, uh, one and two, my characters are getting their ass whipped. They're not even, like, doing any damage. If they did, it was by accident because they don't know how to use their powers yet. So how can, yeah, so how can they, how can they just start attacking and doing all this crazy stuff? So I was like, I'm sorry, guys, but you guys got to get whipped for, like, a couple, a couple issues. (laughs) You guys got to get beat up, man. So they've been getting... So for the next couple issues, well, this one and probably the next one, I think, is when they're going to be able to start, like, picking up some of their skills because I had them 
actually go to a junkyard, you know, and start practicing on what they have. So you're going to see that in the comic. And they lost. Just... They lost the fight. Got together and went. Okay, look, look we got to find a training arc somewhere. Training yeah. Yeah. What we do? Yep. Um, yeah. I think it was an interview. Some of the early oh, Black Panthers uh, storylines. You know, I mean, way back in the day. <clears throat> Yeah, he'd yeah, spend most first, of the story getting beat down and then have to kind of battle his way back, you know, at the end. Yeah. Yep. Don, yeah. Don McGregor's run on Panther, he tends to get his butt kicked. What, but what's nice about what he's talking about is that's something you don't really see too much anymore. Your heroes a lot of times now are just kind of fully formed and they beat the living hell out of everybody. <laughs> yep. From jump. Yeah. Yep. And my that's, heroes, they're not even heroes at first. They're villains because they steal. Yeah, so they're gonna get they're they're gonna get they're gonna get beat up until you know they they learn how to use their powers and then that's when they'll be able to come back. But then even when they come back, they're still kids. So to think for them, you got to think. Okay, now if people are getting killed by these villains, how will they really act? They're not gonna go out there and start being superheroes. No, they're gonna run and they're gonna hide until the point that they're just fed up. They're pissed and they're ready to have get back. You know. So their dad wound up getting back into a corner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So their dad wound up getting cancer, and they steal from this guy. His name is uh, Kingpin. I know Marvel has somebody named Kingpin, but I can always change the name. But um, so they steal for him, and that's how they make their money. They found out their dad had cancer, and they can't. And cancer runs in my family. I mean, I have multiple people in my family with cancer. You know? Can you guys hear me? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I I tried to put that in there, and and so now they're like, wait, man, the bills are coming in. You know, they're about to get evicted. They're like, yo, what are we supposed to do? They don't want to go back to the guy, but they're like, look, we don't have no choice. So they only go to him when they really need money or something. So they go to him, and at this time, the 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 um the place he had that he wanted them to steal from was Huntsman laboratory and it was the three masks that he uh that he heard about so they went and they stole them and they went back to the house you know and they wound up like using them or playing around and they found out that they had powers and then that's where that's where it started so but um i tried to give it like real motive between like why somebody would do something like that or why somebody would steal from somebody you know and in where i'm from it, any anybody that's from or been or know about where I'm from, those type of things happen. It, they just happen. It, it, that's that type of oh, for sure, mm-hmm. easy. It's so easy to. It's very easy. Now I didn't want to go to lengths of putting the streets in there and putting like you know I wanted to really stick to the script. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know the the core the core things in there. So really. So later, I don't know. I kind of want to just give y'all all the. In uh, number two, their father actually gets killed because in their first battle with uh, Skull and Eight Beast, which is the the Skull Headed Samurai, um, they actually they when once they got defeated, you know, they they kind of got away and they ran off to the hospital. You know, they they were thinking like, okay, we're fine. No one's going to come in here. You know, well, they do. Skull and Eight Beast 
busts in the hospital and just starts destroying, you know. And what happens is he throws a fireball and uh, blasts out a portion of the hospital, which Danny and the, the superhero's dad was in because he was sick, you know. And what happens is now Danny feels like, you know, just think of all these things, dude. He feels like it's his fault that he got his little brother and sister into this situation, right? He He's already in poverty, you know? Then he feels like it's his fault that, you know, what just happened to his dad, not to mention they're on their way of getting evicted, dude. So he's going, as him as a team, you know, in a situation like that, he's going through a lot, you know, he's going through a lot. He's scared, you know, so when these situations come, you might see him run. You know, you might see him be scared of the villains and he might play scared and he might do things that, you know, but then eventually it's going to come a time where like it's going to be a special moment where he transfers from like he just snaps and that's going to be it. He's just he's just going to snap, you know? Yeah. He has a moment where he breaks down and goes, Hey, you know yeah. what two animals there are? T-Rex and a whale. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> T-Rex and a whale. Dude, I'm trying to tell... Dude, I swear to you, if anybody sat down and thought this thing out, it was me, dude. It took a long time. Dude, I had to rewrite this thing multiple times. Mm-hmm. It took a long time just to get this. And it's really... dude. It's it's re- it's really good, man. I'm a hundred and I'm a hundred and ten percent confident, man, that this this thing is this thing is really good. You know, it's just up to me to make sure I get it across the way I'm telling you guys, so that you know you see everything that's happening. Well, you know, Steve Harvey always says in in some of his things, when you have a dream that you want to chase, chase it, but you're going to get to the point where you're at a cliff, and you got to take that leap of faith, and you may fall. But you got to get back up and jump again, and it, at some point you will fly, and that's what sounds like what you have done. Yeah, dude. And I just, I really just want to finish. I wish I had the money to just finish out the story, dude. I did everything. I got my website up. You know, I got uh, started a Kickstarter. You know, it's not doing. It's doing pretty bad. But I, I started it. You know, I tried to. I tried to do these things, but it's kind of just like. If you're not under the Marvel banner, people don't even care. You really got to kind of like just be out for a while and have them know about you. And then they'll just tap in from time to time. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I know about him. You know, then eventually if it hits TV, then that's when everybody's like, oh, I've been a fan and all this other stuff. And it'll get crazy. But you know, when you're starting off with Kickstarter, the big thing is just is getting it out there that you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, because people people have to notice it. Yeah, it's always the fight for stability first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's expensive, man, to pay for all the line art. So I really have um everything. You know, Real Villain Comics is like it's it's there. I'm my own business because I have my manufacturer, I have my distribution. You know, I have my I have my 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 numbers down packed. I have my log log. I have a sample script. I have my beginning, middle, and end with an open ender, so it can keep going. Like I, I'm ready. If you put me in a room with somebody, dude, I I will steal the room. You, you have got I, your foundation I, built. I, now you're ready to kind of build up from there. Yeah, like my my foundation is laid. Now it's just a, it's all upon if 
I just want to get better writers on board to just make it even more juicy, you know, at certain times, you know, you know, because when you're making it, you can tweak some things, maybe make it a bit juicier. But then again, I mean, if I made it this far and I'm talking to you guys, then I feel like I'm not doing too bad. You know, I just got to just got to keep believing in myself mm-hmm. and keep going and just keep getting the word. Mm-hmm. Every time you stumble, you get back up and keep trugging along. Uh, dude, it's a lot of money, man, from the colorist, line work artist to the Oh, yeah. To the manufacturing distribution, the 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 um the barcodes, the uh the shipping packaging that you need because you don't want to just put it in the bag and have their comic messed up. You want them to get it and feel like it's it's special. So mm-hmm. it's just like so much. And now that I invested all this money and I and I have a pro a proven concept product and a foundation built. I have a business. Like, I have my real villain comics is a real thing. Whereas, though it's big on a big scale or not, like, I have a big manufacturer. Like, I can supply all the comic book stores if I want it. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, if, yeah. if they were asking for comics, I have the, the manufacturer to do all that and I have the distribution to do all that. So, it's more so now of me just scaling up and getting people to want this thing. And that's where it's hard, the marketing part, because that's not my expertise. I'm a creator, man. Now, I've seen the pictures of, of where you've got a you know, box full of the comics and stuff. Uh, are you also releasing it digitally or? Yeah, I am actually releasing it digitally, uh, digital. And I don't, know, I don't really like to charge that much for digital, man, just because it's digital. But mm-hmm. I'm hearing again digital is the new wave because the kids are like they're always in the ipads and the phones that you know they're saying books might be a thing of the past for the new generations that are coming up so i mean i do have digital and i do and i do have hard copy okay okay so you got all, yep. you got all the bases covered yeah yeah I, um dude i feel like for for the for the foundation i feel like um I'm ready, man. I know if I was to get put in a room around a bunch of people, dude, they would be ready. They would want to jump on this. It's too unique, man. I, I mean, other people got great comics. Don't get me. Don't get it wrong. Dude, I didn't. I walked in the store, and I looked at those comics compared to mine, and I was like, yeah, you need to upgrade your art, dude. Your art's great, but you got some guys out there that's pretty mm-hmm. good. So I was just like, okay. And now that I upgrade it, I feel like... I have I, I got it dude I got I think I got it man well I, I hope you you soar and you uh, get the uh, backers and, and everything you need and the subscribers you need and uh, we wish you luck uh, thank you man we'll wrap up here today uh, I've been your oh, host Danny, before, before we wrap up oh. uh, uh, Daniel yeah uh, just for anybody listening where can they get in touch with you at? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So you can go to um, realvillaincomics.bigcartel.com. I have uh, like my first issue up there with all my information and all that. And uh, you can also order the first issue off of there. And um, you can also Daniel Barker on Facebook. You'll see my picture. Say uh, Real Villain Comics. And I'm also on Instagram uh, at Real Villain Comics too. Just okay. Real Villain Comics. Yep. All righty. Well, I've been your host today, CDL one one three. With me today has been uh, the Token Comic Boy, Tarky.
the experience of some called Jason. And the Todd Father. And thanks, Daniel, for coming on and uh, chopping it up with us for a little while. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Dude, I mean, I really appreciate it, man. The fact that you guys didn't grind me up, you know, it's <laughs> like, well, dude, that's been done already. And, well, it's kind of, you know, the fact that you guys said that is pretty unique, you know, then I feel like I'm on the right path, man. It, it means a lot to hear from people like you because you guys have the experience. Like, I'm a newcomer to this, so you guys are the, you're the real deal. We appreciate it. And, and when uh, you get big, don't forget us, you know. No, dude, no, 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 just keep me on Facebook, dude, I got, I'll always come, I'm I'm human, man, I don't, I don't get into the spotlight and the limelight, that's why I told you guys, if Marvel or DC came, it's not about the money for me, it's about me being, owning the business, so I wouldn't even sign, I would, I would still be, I'm human, man. It's not that I doubt I'm you, not but, co- but if Disney money showed up, I know I'd sell out. Uh, just, you know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> See, uh, dude, I don't know. I, <laughs> if, if Disney money depends, showed up, full of Simpsons. You, you know what? It depends on where I'm at. It depends on where I'm at. If I'm like at the bottom and I just have nothing, you know, and it, it's been over a year and a half and it just ain't it, it ain't moving as I thought it would, then maybe. We maybe we could work something out, but for the most part, dude, I'm not even looking at those guys. Mm-hmm. I don't even really. If they tried to come today, I would tell them no because I don't even know if if you don't know what it is or if it's that good yet. Mm-hmm. I would tell them you would have to come back to me in like a year or so because I really want to get more of it out there. I don't feel like you guys actually got to see the juices, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, again, man, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, we thank you for being here, man. Yeah. Hey, if, if your kids on in your books or or anything like the ones out in the world, you know, always on their devices. If one of them happens to be on a cell phone or a tablet, you can have them looking at our webpage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, for sure. Just make sure. You know, uh, we, 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 product placement. Plugs. We can't be above shameless self But we we've enjoyed having you today, Daniel. Uh, All our man. listeners, if you got a request. Shout it out to us. Uh, look up Daniel Barker on, on uh, Facebook and uh, Real Villain Comics on, on his webpage. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.